Welcome to the Finding Freedom with Food podcast. I'm Cindy Fox, certified intuitive eating counselor, coach, and registered health professional. If you've spent years struggling with food and body image issues, and you're tired of having stress around food control your life, I'm here to help. Here on Finding Freedom with Food, I teach you how to step away from dieting, learn to trust yourself with food, and eat intuitively. Each week, I'll be dismantling unhealthy diet culture practices that are keeping you disconnected from your body's innate wisdom, and I'll be sharing my best tools, strategies, and mindset shifts to help you rebuild the peaceful, sustainable relationship with food in your body that you were born to have. In addition to this podcast, I'm always sharing free resources on my website, findingfreedomwithfood.com, and social. So find me at finding.freedom.with.food on Instagram and findingfreedomwithfood without the dots on other social platforms. Eating really can be effortless, pleasurable, and fun again. So if you're ready to get reacquainted with the intuitive eater inside of you, let's dive on in. Well, welcome back to Finding Freedom with Food. In the last episode, I talked about one of the main misconceptions about intuitive eating and that it is an eat all you want, whenever you want, free for all eating fest. And there are a lot of critics that express concern that encouraging people to listen to their body encourages them to eat with reckless abandon and nutrition goes out the window. And that could not be further from the case. As a certified intuitive eating professional, nutrition is very much at the center of the work that I do with my clients. Now, moving away from the scale and rigid diet rules is a key step in creating a healthier relationship with food, and it can ultimately be one of the most pro-nutrition and positive things that you can do for your health. Doing so actually creates that mental space and attitude toward food that allows you to adopt health-promoting habits that are rooted in self-care and in a way that's actually sustainable. So I really do want to be clear on this point. Nutrition is an important aspect of intuitive eating. And intuitive eating, I've said this many times, it's about finding food freedom in a way that makes you feel good mentally and physically. And the studies have shown that intuitive eating is associated with improved nutrition intake, eating a wider variety of foods, and of course, reduced eating disorder and disordered eating symptoms. Now, the 10th principle of intuitive eating is called gentle nutrition. And the reason that this principle is last is because for many people, focusing on nutrition too early can actually sabotage their ability to challenge the restrictive food rules that they follow and that notion of good versus bad foods. And we know this has been shown to keep us in that restrict binge diet cycle. Now, it's also easy to turn intuitive eating into a diet by applying very black and white rigid thinking to the principles such as, I must always have a carb, protein, and fat at every meal. Now, if you haven't created a healthy relationship with food, it's very difficult to pursue a balanced and healthy approach to eating. So for chronic dieters who have spent years buying into some form or another of diet culture, best nutrition guidelines can actually still be embraced like a diet. Now we really have to do the work 
to heal your relationship with food first. Once you've ditched the diet mentality and you've crushed the food police with all their rules and negative voices in your head, you'll be able to take nutrition into consideration when making choices about food and have those decisions come from a place of self-care versus restriction. And you'll be able to engage with nutrition in a way that actually improves your health. Now, I also want to point out the emphasis of the word gentle. Good nutrition isn't rigid, restricted, or complicated. Gentle nutrition is flexible, and it's about making choices that are both satisfying to your taste buds while also honoring your health. Now, the goal is to balance your intake of nutritious foods with what the intuitive eating world likes to call play foods, and it's about consistency over time. What really matters is that consistency over time when it comes to nutrition. And that's why today I'm gonna to share a lot of examples of what gentle nutrition looks like and some simple ways that you can begin incorporating gentle nutrition practices into your routine. Now, no doubt you have probably heard these words many times in your lifetime about food. Variety, moderation, and balance are used to describe healthy eating. And these three tenets of nutrition have been chanted for decades and they work, right? And I wanna further explore what these mean as an intuitive eater. So let's start with variety. Now, healthy nutrition means eating a full spectrum of nutrients and types of foods. So eating a variety of fruits and vegetables, fats, proteins, and grains will provide a wider range of vitamins and nutrients, antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. And all of these nutrients are necessary to keep our heart and our brain and our skin and our eyes and our gut functioning optimally. Now, when we think about moderation, it's most beneficial to allow yourself to eat all types of foods without going to extremes of either too much or too little. Moderation is not about eliminating foods. Eliminating whole food groups makes it much harder to get the nutrients that your body needs. Moderation for the intuitive eater is about being open to day-to-day -day variations in your diet and depending on what your appetite is telling you, what your cravings are leaning toward and your activity level. And then balance, when we think about balance, consistency over time is really what matters when it comes to nutrition. So balance is attended to be achieved over a period of time. You are not gonna make or break your health from one meal or one day of eating, and you won't suddenly get a nutrient deficiency if you didn't eat enough in one day. One of the things I think that's also really cool is how remarkable and adaptable that our bodies are. We have these built-in mechanisms that help us get the nutrients that we need. For example, if you eat less iron or calcium over the course of a few days, your body starts absorbing more of those nutrients from the foods that you eat. If you get an excess of vitamin C, your body actually excretes it. And if you eat too little, guess what your body does? slows down its need for calories, slowing down your metabolism. So these three tenets of healthy eating are totally intertwined with the intuitive eating framework and process. Now, when I'm working on gentle nutrition with my clients, we focus on the importance of balancing nutrition and taste when making food choices. So for example, if you're substituting a food because it's lower in fat or carbs or gluten, and it tastes like garbage, 
it's not going to be satisfying and you're going to be on the prowl for something else that will be. Now, quantity is critical as well. It's important to be eating enough consistently and enough to satisfy and reach satiety and fuel your metabolism. Coffee does not equal breakfast. I can't tell you how many of my new clients were in this pattern of just having coffee for breakfast, and then they'd have a salad and maybe something light for lunch in an effort to be good. And then they would end up in a state of extreme hunger and end up eating everything in sight later in the day. You know what happens next, right? The guilt sets in, feeling the need to get back on track, which means that we start limiting foods again that following day. And this is a typical binge restrict pattern that I see often with new clients. And it leaves them feeling out of control and blaming themselves for not having willpower, but it's truly just our body's natural response to food restriction. And it's why making that shift to eating enough food throughout the day to stay fueled well, it's the solution to prevent these types of chaotic eating episodes. Now, we also focus on the quality of foods, right? And this means aiming for, as I've been talking about, getting a wide variety of foods into your daily routine. And it's one of the best things that you can do for your overall health. Humans are actually hardwired to crave variety for a good reason. Again, it's because that variety is what ensures that we are going to get the adequate nutrition that we need and different foods contain different nutrients so you want to aim to eat lots of different ones fruits vegetables a wide array of proteins fats nuts seeds grains and carbohydrate sources so from a nutritional standpoint this is going to help ensure that you're providing your body with a variety of vitamins minerals and antioxidants and prevent nutritional deficiencies but from a psychological standpoint, eating a variety of foods is going to help you feel less restricted and deprived, and it can lead to greater satisfaction. So I focus a lot with my clients on incorporating the macronutrients. So incorporating carbs, fat, protein, as well as fiber into meals and snacks whenever possible for that well-rounded nutrition and to ensure that they're satisfying and that the meals and snacks have staying power. Now, with gentle nutrition, we focus on addition, not subtraction. Now, you know, most diet advice centers on restriction, right? Eating less, avoiding or limiting certain foods, as well as making food swaps. Now, with intuitive eating, all foods can fit. And of course, some foods are more nutrient dense than others. So with adding in, instead of focusing on restriction, the focus is on including more nutrient dense foods. So for example, if you like fish, but you find that you tend to or have been relying more on meats as your main source of protein, you may want to look at ways that you can include fish more frequently. So things like keeping frozen salmon or scallops or other fish fillets in your freezer can make it easy for a weeknight meal. You also might consider keeping wild salmon or canned tuna on hand in your pantry for salad, snacks, or sandwiches. And how about incorporating more leafy greens? Well, if you're not one that likes kale salad, you might consider mixing some kale into your meatballs or your meatloaves or put it in soups or chilies. You could also add chopped spinach to scrambled eggs or frittatas or make a grain bowl. Find some leftover grains in your refrigerator, add some protein, put it on top of a salad. Now, what about including more whole grains and fiber? 
You may want to consider swapping your English muffin for a whole grain version or experiment with whole grains in your cooking. It can be really fun to replace, for example, white rice with brown rice or quinoa or farro. Or maybe just pair some whole grain crackers with hummus or peanut butter or cheese for a snack. Now, zooming out is another aspect of gentle nutrition when it comes to intuitive eating. If you're thinking about ways to improve quality of your diet, it's worth thinking about the big picture, not stressing over single meals or social eating situations. Now, our bodies are not robots that are computing all the nutrients we consumed at the end of the day and adjusting our health accordingly. As I keep saying, one meal, one day, or even a week of eating is not going to make or break your health. With gentle nutrition, we zoom out and we look at the big picture. Now, on most days, I'm typically asking myself what I'm in the mood for, what sounds good in the moment, but I also consider foods that maybe I haven't been eating as much lately. And for example, for me, while I enjoy fruit, I tend to gravitate more toward vegetables over fruit. And so this awareness helps me to think about ways that I can add more fruits into meals. So it's very much a neutral observation, but it helps me take action in a way that's rooted in health and self-care. Now, if you haven't been eating many whole grains, you might choose the brown rice over white rice or the whole grain bread over the white bread, making a choice that ladders up to the principle of gentle nutrition. Now, I like to check in with myself with these three questions. So over the course of a week, did you eat a variety of foods from all food groups? In general, are you eating enough food to keep your energy up and your metabolism fueled? And over the course of a week, are you aiming for meals with a balance of carbs, protein, and fats? Now, here are some examples of ways that you can zoom out and identify opportunities to incorporate gentle nutrition. So for example, are you in the habit of doing a lot of takeout or going out for lunch most days of the week? Maybe you can consider bringing lunch in two or three days a week, including more produce into those meals. If you've been drinking sugar-sweetened beverages every day, can you make that swap to water or flavored seltzers at least half of the time? Now, keep in mind also that gentle nutrition will look different for everyone. And here are a few more examples I want to share with you. So you may put effort into thinking about incorporating carbs, protein, fat, and some fiber into meals when possible, because you know, these are all important nutrients for your body and it will help keep you full and satisfied. You may also think about if you're making some muffins, maybe make a batch that's higher in protein to keep on hand for breakfast or snacks. Again, they'll help to keep you full, they'll help to keep you satisfied and satiated. The thing you may consider doing instead of hitting the vending machine for an afternoon snack, you may wanna swap out the candy bar for some veggies and hummus that you bring with you to work. Now, you might also add a variety of fruits and veggies to a morning smoothie if you like smoothies because they'll give you an extra dose of vitamins and minerals. And I also think it's helpful to play around with portion sizes, eating more or less of different types of foods. If you're finding that you're not feeling great after meals, really think about that. Did I not eat enough? I got hungry too quickly. Maybe I need to incorporate more protein into some of those meals that I'm eating. Or if I got too full, where do I need to maybe dial it back because I was uncomfortable after a meal? Now, 
Another gentle nutrition practice is tuning inward to how food feels in your body. Intuitive eating is centered around attunement with your body and paying attention to what food feels good, as well as how different foods or meals affect your energy and your digestion. So you want to consider what will be satisfying to your taste buds while honoring how you feel physically when you eat it. For example, I love pasta primavera, and I especially love it with some creamy sauce on it. But sometimes creamy sauces don't love me back and they don't make me feel good physically. So I evaluate on a case by case basis whether or not it's worth it for me to have the creamy sauce. If I know I'm going to be home after the meal and I don't have any plans or obligations, I might take a chance on some tummy discomfort, maybe a little bloating. However, if I'm at a work event, I'm not going to take that chance. Now, here's another personal example. I occasionally enjoy a fast food, crispy chicken sandwich and some fries. However, I have learned that about halfway through the meal, my stomach starts to feel a little uncomfortable. If I stop when I start to feel that way, I'm completely fine. If I finish the meal, I'm usually uncomfortable for several hours afterward. Now, because of this, I tend to keep this as an occasional meal and not in my regular routine. And I usually will try and stop at that halfway point because I know I'm just not going to be as uncomfortable. Now, you also may find that different patterns of eating feel better than others. So paying attention to how food makes you feel can help you figure that out. I have one client who finds that she sleeps better at night when she eats more protein and veggies and goes lighter on dairy at dinner. Noticing a pattern of eating that feels good doesn't mean that you need to follow it as a rigid rule, but it's really good information to help you guide making eating decisions. Now, what about if you have a medical condition that will be helped by paying attention to nutrition? So if you have high blood pressure or diabetes or celiac disease, or a diagnosed food allergy or other disease or conditions that are known to be impacted by certain foods or ingredients. It's an act of self-care to make choices that minimize the potential for exacerbated symptoms or negative consequences. So for example, with diabetes, it's important to monitor how different foods impact blood glucose with intuitive eating, it can help reduce anxiety and guilt around food choices by making sure you're monitoring blood glucose and adjusting eating behaviors in a non-judgmental way. So instead of thinking, I can't eat this, an intuitive eater will think, my blood glucose doesn't respond well to this food and can adjust food choices as needed from that place of self-care. Another thing that's important is to stay connected to your hunger and fullness. Now, I talk a lot about how diets discourage attunement to your body by encouraging you to follow external rules, count calories and points and macros and other restrictive practices. But the fact is our energy needs change from day to day. The best way to ensure that you're getting an appropriate amount of food to meet your body's needs is to tune into your hunger and your fullness cues. On days when your body needs more energy, your body's going to tell you that. And it's also going to let you know when your body requires less energy. Now, learning to understand and trust your body's hunger and fullness cues is one of the most powerful tools that you can harness to have a healthy relationship with food. If you struggle with this and you haven't downloaded a copy of my free resource guide, which is five steps to reconnect with hunger and fullness, I encourage you to go to to download a copy. 
To wrap up this discussion on gentle nutrition, first and foremost, I will say it one more time, one meal and one day of eating won't define your health. It's your overall pattern of eating that matters more. And food is more than just nutrition. Food is meant to be enjoyed. You also want to make sure you're focused on keeping your body fueled throughout the day. Avoid skipping meals or saving up calories. This can be the perfect setup for extreme hunger and backfire with rebound or out of control eating. I also think it's helpful to pause and ask what you need from the meal you're about to eat. How do you wanna feel after? What food sounds good that you know that you'll enjoy? How can you add gentle nutrition into that meal and what quantity is gonna make you feel your best? Now, what if you ate past comfortable fullness, right? It happens now and then, even to us intuitive eaters. Sometimes we just eat a little bit more than we intended, or maybe we did it by choice, but there's no reason to feel guilt. It's part of normal human eating. And so you wanna acknowledge it and reflect, what can I do differently, if anything, next time? And keep this as a learning opportunity that can help you be more discerning and make positive changes in the future. Okay, well, that is what I have for you today. I hope that you found that these tips are going to be very helpful and that you can start applying gentle nutrition practices into your eating routine. And remember, it is the little changes over time that are going to add up to the biggest results. I hope you have a beautiful week and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Finding Freedom with Food podcast. Make sure to check out the show notes for any resources mentioned in this episode. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave the show a review and let me know what you want to hear more of. Leaving a review will also help others get inspiration, support, and resources to help them on their food freedom journey. If you found this episode helpful, share it on social media and don't forget to tag me at finding.freedom.with.food on Instagram and finding freedom with food without the dots on other social media platforms. And remember, you are not put on this earth to live life obsessed with what you eat and caught up in a never ending battle with your body. So keep focusing on tuning out the diet culture voices and turning up the volume your body's amazing intuition.